What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the I Get to Choose podcast. I am your host, Tammy, and this podcast is all about owning our choices, taking responsibility for our lives, and becoming our own freaking badass. Thank you so much for showing up here today and for tuning in. Just know that I love you, you are enough, and y'all, let's go do this! All right, y'all, welcome back into another episode on the I Get to Choose podcast. Today, I'm celebrating my anniversary with my husband. This is our first wedding anniversary, but we've been together for 11 years. I thought it would make a lot of sense to make a quick episode about what I've learned in 11 years of three truths in a relationship and one lie. And I'm going to start this episode by saying this has nothing to do with any expert relationship advice. This is me personally, what has worked for me, three things that I have known to be true no matter what the situation is, and then the one lie I feel like we're all told about relationships that I personally feel like is total garbage. So I want to start the episode with the lie. So I hear it all the time about how with a relationship it's got to be 50-50. 50% from one person, 50% from the other person. I personally think that is total bullshit. Because if you're in a relationship and you're in a relationship where you're trying to thrive and you're trying to grow and you're trying to get better as a couple, you're going to have to give 100% of yourself to that relationship. It takes so much work to be in a successful, healthy relationship. So y'all know I am not an expert in relationship advice, but this for me is something I feel like through the years in all my relationships, I've always heard that you have to give 50%, the other half, the other person has to give 50%. And I think it's crap. I think it's crap because relationships take so much work from both people that if at any point in time there's one person that's giving like 50 or 75% of themselves in the relationship, some things are going to start to break down. Things are going to start to fail. And this doesn't mean it's going to happen overnight. This is one of those things where like sloughing off in your relationship and not working that hard on the actual relationship and everything that goes into it through time it's going to start to show and sometimes this takes years which means sometimes you can be in a relationship that's not really that happy and healthy and it's actually not really even that good for you anymore in this point in time because of where it's gotten but it's years of this comfort level that you've been in so you don't really know anything different and I say this because Previous to the relationship I was in before I met my husband was a horrible relationship. It was abusive. It was just, I'm so thankful that I made it out alive. But here's what I'm going to say is I learned so much from those five years that I was with my ex because I was in a horrible place mentally, physically. I just, I, I can't stress it enough. And I kept thinking that, you know, he was supposed to give so much of himself and I was supposed to give so much of myself. But at the end of the day, I don't think either of us were ever giving anything to the actual relationship. I don't think either of us were ever really trying to work on a relationship. It was just so much like helter skelter, like trying to make it alive, make it out alive every single day. And when I got with my husband, I started to realize that I had to put so much more work into the actual relationship than I ever have in any other one in my life. And this is not to say that this is a perfect system. This is one of those things where I've realized that through the years, things that have really worked out for us have been always times where we're both giving so much and we're both giving a hundred percent of what we've got to the thing to working on it to what and, and this and when I say a hundred percent to the thing I'm talking about those really hard times too those times where you think you may not make it where you don't know if your relationship is actually gonna thrive anymore and you're gonna get anything more out of it like those are the times where you have got to be committed to giving a hundred percent to the relationship if you want it to work if you want it to last if it's something that matters a lot to you 
And that's why when I hear that, you know, we've got if relationships are 50-50. Yeah, there's two people in it that have to be, again, 50 plus 50 does equal 100%. But as a human, if you want to make anything work in any relationship, this doesn't even have to be a romantic relationship. This is a friendship, too. You know how people are always like, oh, the door swings both ways. You know, and you're like, oh, I, you know, this person never calls me. They never text me. We never hang out anymore. It's been years. Like, hello, have you picked up the phone, too? Are you calling them? Are you texting them? Are you reaching out to them? Like, this goes both ways in any relationship that you're in so this is not just about a romantic relationship this is any relationship that you want to have a healthy happy successful thriving relationship you've got to give 100% to that thing and if you're not willing to do that then expect there to be breakdowns expect there to be failures along the way and expect it to maybe not work out and sometimes this is a beautiful thing sometimes you realize that there are toxic ass relationships whether they're romantic whether they're friendships like some relationships are so freaking toxic that we need to get out of and I'm thankful that we have the ability to get ourselves out of those positions but sometimes it takes a while okay so I want to go right into the three truths again three things that in 11 years I have learned to be true out of the relationship that has worked out for me and continues to work out because I continue to work on it so here's the first truth work on yourself we have to be so committed to working on ourselves. When I was in the relationship before my husband, I did zero work on myself. I was never, ever doing anything to grow, to improve, or to get better. And this is another reason why I feel like I'm so passionate about this part of my life. And I'm so passionate about encouraging growth because I spent way too many years not doing it at all. I spent way too many years expecting the world to just give me shit and expecting that I should, I'm just a good person, so I deserve more. But I wasn't doing anything in the background to be a better person, to grow, to, to get stronger like I just I was going through the motions every single day and especially in my relationship I was going through the motions I was never trying to work on myself I just expected that he should be doing better and I just expected that things should be go a certain way because like oh I just deserve this and it's not like that we have to be so committed to working on ourselves like in order to grow together I fully believe that you have to commit to working on yourself and so does the other person this is how a romantic relationship can get better can get stronger the bond gets even stronger after so many years of being together because you're both growing you're both growing together but here's the thing that I feel like is a huge common misconception of this is don't expect the other person to grow and change and expect it to be something that you're just going to do along with them you're going to have to do your own growing you're going to have to do your own changing so whether you know it's your mental health your physical health financial emotional spiritual whatever that area of health is you have to keep growing You have to keep striving. You have to keep thriving and being willing to do the hard work. But don't expect the other person to just sit there and do that while you're doing nothing. It's not going to work, y'all. But this is another one of those things where it takes years for this to come back. So it can take years of one person in a relationship being super committed to their growth and being super committed to working on themselves and the other person being so stuck and being so comfortable in where they're at. And sometimes it may take 5, 10, 15 years for you to realize that that's not what you want, that you're growing but the other person isn't growing with you. And again, sometimes this is the most beautiful sign from the universe that we need to go. We have to let go. And this is what I think makes relationships so hard sometimes is because we get so comfortable being treated a certain way and and being talked to a certain way and 
all those things were just we're so comfortable in that place that sometimes we don't realize that we can do better but it takes bettering ourselves first sometimes we just expect the world to just throw us a better person or to just throw us a better you know bone to where things will just start brightening up and their day gets better but it's not until you continue and be so committed to working on yourself I cannot stress this enough this is huge because the first and utmost important relationship is the one that you've got with yourself so if you're not willing to work on yourself please don't expect that everything around you is just going to come together magically and it's just going to all work out it's not unless you're going to be committed to doing the freaking work truth number two communicate excessively I'm going to say this again for those in the back communicate excessively This is another thing that I learned from a past relationship where I was not communicating, the other person wasn't communicating. But here's the thing is, I don't think either of us were mature enough to even know what it meant to communicate with someone on a level of our needs, our wants. Like, it takes a really, really deep conversation sometimes to let someone know where you're at physically mentally spiritually emotionally but it's hard to do if you're not prepared to have hard conversations and this is another thing that I think is a huge huge truth about any relationship again romantic friendship doesn't matter you have to be able to communicate excessively specifically in a romantic relationship though because here's here's the biggest example I think that a lot of us fail in this area and I say a lot of us because I've done this for years and I'm still working on getting better at this but y'all your spouse is not a mind reader your spouse does not know what you want unless you tell them and I don't care who you are I don't care how many how much like backlash I'm going to get on this people are going to at me so much and I already know but I'm prepared for it because at no point in time should you expect someone else to just read your mind and know what you want without you communicating that to them it's going to take you opening your mouth and saying this is what I want this is how I feel I would like this I would like that don't just expect your spouse to know that you want all these things and then when they don't do that you get really pissed off and frustrated again we've been over this but expectation plus observation equals frustration so if you expect something out of someone without communicating to them what you want then you observe that it happened differently you're going to be frustrated every single time so you've got to communicate excessively with them about your wants and your needs you're human you're this beautiful spirit that every you're the other person needs you to be the best version of you so they can also thrive and be the best version of them so y'all can together be this amazing badass power couple but if you're not communicating with them it's not going to work and this is another thing that it can take years before it actually comes to surface that lack of communication has been a huge issue but I promise you this will start breaking down this will start causing issues in any relationship if you're not communicating excessively and again You have to be able to communicate on a level of the amazing things and the beautiful things and the appreciation and don't ever forget to remind your spouse how amazing they are and how much you appreciate them for everything that they are and even the small little things that they do. But it's going to take those hard conversations too that you're going to have to open up about. You have to be willing to have the hard conversations. And these are the ones that, like for me, I hate having to have hard conversations with my husband. But y'all, at the end of the day, I always feel better. And sometimes it's not immediately because I'm not not really the best communicator sometimes when it comes to like how I feel about something because I like to talk at him and it's another thing I'm really working on I want to talk to him but I do a lot of talking at him but 
days later, I always feel better about the fact that I just communicated what I wanted. And sometimes I can come back and be like, yo, you know, I know I could have said that a little differently. So I do apologize for the way I came off. However, it is still how I feel. I do feel X, Y, and Z. I do feel like this matters to me. And I'm going to work on the way I approach that with you next time. But I want you to know that it is my goal to communicate what I want and need from you. So again, y'all, communicate excessively and stop expecting your spouse to know what you want. Stop expecting your friends to know what you want. You have to be able to open up and tell people what you want and what you need. Okay, number three, self-love wins every time, you guys. Self-love wins. You cannot be loved more than you're loving yourself. And again, I know this sounds crazy because a lot of us, and I, I, I say a lot of us because I was in the same boat. I was out there looking for this better relationship with someone. I was out there looking for this soulmate of mine to just pop up into my life. But y'all, no one is going to be able to actually come in and love you as much as you want them to until you start loving yourself on a very, very deep level. And someone can tell you how much they love you. And I'm not saying that people won't love you, but they will love you so much more when you start in here and love the hell out of yourself and let that overflow and explode onto the world around you and you have this uh, just this aura this amazing energy of this self-love that just radiates onto everyone around you and your loved ones those ones you have those close relationships to y'all I promise their love for you will deepen their love for you will get stronger because you love yourself so much this is another huge mistake when it's when I first met my husband it's not like he just was this like beacon of light that just dropped off in front of me and it was just like oh love at first sight I worked with him for years I did not like him for a very long time and I'll tell you why looking back I know the reason I didn't like him is because he portrayed everything that I had wrong with me he triggered me so much everything he did made me so mad in the workplace but because it was all stuff that I really needed to work on I had internal traumas I needed to deal with I had a lot of baggage to unpack and I've spent 11 plus years with him doing that unpacking my baggage and trying to become the best version of me but it took me doing some work in the beginning before I even you know entertain the idea of liking him because I started finally working on myself and it was small little tweaks I had made but one of the first things I started doing y'all was I stopped doing drugs and it was and and again I knew him this whole period of my life while I used but once I finally stopped and then I was able to I don't know be a little more coherent and be someone who could actually have a conversation and then remember what it was the next day like it meant so much because it was the first step I took to working on myself it was the first step I took to starting to do the work on the inside that I needed to do and it opened my eyes up to him. It opened my eyes up to a part of him that I wasn't seeing before because I just thought he was a total arrogant asshole. And I promise you, y'all, if you know my husband, he is so far from that. He's probably like the kindest human being that ever hit the planet. And y'all, I know I'm biased. But at the end of the day, he's a beautiful, beautiful spirit. But I didn't see that because I had so many issues internally that I was trying to deal with and that I wasn't dealing with because I didn't know how to process them. And I'd been through a traumatic relationship for so long. And there was so much abuse just physically mentally that I didn't even know how to handle someone who actually was just a kind human like I just thought everything he did was just arrogant and again I look back and it's funny because I didn't like him but now he is literally my best freaking friend he is I mean I am blessed beyond belief because I got to marry my best my best friend and I cannot stress that enough if I've had any success in my life y'all it's that I married my best friend and I continue to work every single day on myself 
on my relationship. I'm committed to communicating excessively with him. And I have found it a place within me to just love myself no matter what. Every single day. And there's days that I feel like I love myself a little more. And there's days that I feel like I'm really good at it. And then there's other days where I feel like I, I do. I throw a little more shade. And I throw a little more hate when I look in the mirror. But I, I have been on this journey to train myself to stop looking in the mirror and thinking all these bad things to myself and just thinking about what I'm grateful for the small things and sometimes it's just the fact that I'm grateful that I woke up and I'm grateful that I am able to do x y and z like whatever it is sometimes it's super small because I am on such a huge self-love journey I don't think it's ever a destination I'm going to get to it's a constant process but I'm trying to fall in love with this process all right y'all so again one lie it's not 50-50. It's got to be 100% from both people. Three truths. You've got to work on yourself. You've got to communicate excessively. And you've got to let self-love win every single time. All right, y'all. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you go out there. You absolutely have the best week ever. Go crush it. Stay true. Stay real. Keep doing you. And most of all, y'all love yourself. Everything starts here. You've got to do the work from within if you want to make anything happen on the outside. All my love to you. Thank you all from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode on the I Get to Choose podcast. Don't forget, if you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe and go follow me on social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, it's at tiny underscore Tam. And don't forget, before you leave today and stop this podcast, make sure you choose gratitude first. Right now, one thing you are grateful for in this very moment. I love you all so much.